0: Reader's Entertainment Radio presents Book Lights with your host, author Lisa Kessler. Book Lights, where we're shining a light on good books. Why, hello, everyone. It's the last day of February. How can this be? This strange time where it drags on and then it's gone. I just can't figure it out. But anyway for our final show in Valentine's Month we have my personal favorite paranormal romance woohoo um today we have author J E McDonald with us and she is a Canadian author if you haven't read her yet you're in for a big treat and I will read her bio here so you can get to know her J E McDonald was born and raised in Saskatchewan Canada the land of the living skies As a child, she was either searching the clouds for identifiable shapes or stargazing way past her bedtime. She cut her teeth watching Star Trek, James Bond movies, and reading the Harlequin novels her mother left in the bathroom, which resulted in an extremely skewed sense of sex education by age 11. (laughs) All of these factors contribute to her love of writing rom-coms with a paranormal twist, romantic suspense, and far-future romance. You can find out more at her website, and I did put a link to her website right there on Blog Talk if you are listening live or listening later. Be sure to click that. You can check out her blog and all the books that are coming and also sign up for her newsletter. So be sure that you take some time to do that. And I don't want to delay anymore. Are you there, Je? Yes, I'm here. Thanks for having me. Oh. You're welcome. So you have a book that's up for pre-order right now, and it comes out. I was going to say it comes out next month, but that's like tomorrow. So can
1: you tell everybody why they should go pre-order it right now? I would love to. Um, This is a new series for me. It's a shifter series. It's going to be a trilogy. Um, It starts off uh, kind of revolving around two sisters who are uh, kidnapped, um by an unknown unknown entity, and one escapes and one doesn't and we follow in the first book, the one who Escapes and how she 's basically parachutes into the Canadian wilderness and um finds a cabin with a recluse um grizzly bear shifter and um yeah it's it 's very steamy, it has an element of, uh, element of mystery to it. Um, um, action adventure, and um, and then it carries over, and we find out in the next book, which will release in October, um, her sister's story, who didn't escape from the assailants.
0: Ah, so in Captive Wilderness, is the heroine a shifter too,
1: or is she human? She is. She's a bobcat shifter from Detroit, um, and she's she's so with my lore. Uh, that I've created She ha- hasn't grown up around many shifters So she's kind of discovering um, Besides like her mom And her sister shes uh, They're the only ones that really She knows as shifters So she's discovering her um, Herself in, in a different way When she meets up with um, This grizzly bear shifter And she actually She goes into heat while she's there So hence the spice yeah. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> so, so
0: I write shifters as well, but mostly like werewolves. But I'm wondering, did you have fun making up your lore for like grizzly bear shifters and when they shift? I assume it's not full moon. I mean, how how do your shifters no. work? Can they shift at will?
1: Uh, they shift at will. Um yeah, so it's not connected to them like like most wolves. Um, if I continue on with this series, I might have wolves, but right now this trilogy won't. Um, okay. And uh, yeah, it was really fun. I, I I researched a lot of just the regular animals' habits, and I wanted to really um, integrate that with with the human element. Um, and in this particular story, the grizzly bear shifter, he actually lives alone. Um, because he is what they consider rabid, where if he does shift, um, he loses his sense of self and becomes totally bare. So he, uh, in order to keep people safe from, from harm, he moved into the middle of nowhere. Um, and that's a lot of his journey through the book, is struggling with this uh, other shifter who he's obviously has an attraction with, and um they're put into the kind of an impossible situation where he's trying to to maintain control um but also the danger of having people after her
0: love it and with your your bear shifters so they they have i guess what i'm wondering is you called him a rabid bear shifter did he get bitten so he can't you know, mm-hmm. if he shifts, he'll stay a bear forever. Or how did you come up with that
1: kind of lore? Um, yeah. So it's not like he's bitten. It's just more of like a genetic thing. I do mention that his father lives permanently as a bear and um, who had like totally tur- turned to the bear side of himself and a grandfather who was put down by the town who um, didn't couldn't control himself while he was shifting. So was doing people harm. Um, so, yeah, it's not like a rabid, as in um, rabid, like we would we would term animals rabid, like not sort of that. Is more of a genetic, a genetic trait. Oh, okay. In his family, they like to stay bears. Well, his father—that—that's a problem. But uh, I don't go further than that to um, explain the medicalness of it. <laughs> I <laughs> oh, just made up I love a word. It. And- <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know what you mean. It's fun. Um, I love reading um, paranormal romance and shifters specifically, not just because I write them, but I enjoy seeing how everyone takes their own twist Um you know, when you read a shifter book, you, you expect that there's going to be shifting and there's going to be, you know, maybe heightened senses or some instincts that humans don't have. And it's always interesting to me to see how other authors weave in different things where I'm like, oh my gosh, that was a great idea. Like, does your bear shifter, does he hibernate? Is he slow in the winter? You know, any of that kind of stuff.
1: I didn't get him to hibernate. No, um I, I skipped over that part, but um I did <laughs> Yeah, it was it was fun to research what bears did, especially like mating rituals, um that sort of thing and um how they how they uh form family groups. Um it was really interesting how they um make their homes and that sort of thing. Um but uh yeah, I didn't do the hibernation. Um, I so, guess just what, cause that, what that, is, that was more of a human thing. So so, what is a, a bear mating ritual? I, do they do a dance? <laughs> I, I didn't know bears had something special. <laughs> so, like, the, <laughs> the interested male uh, will kind of, like, circle, like, like kind of, like, make uh, a smaller and smaller area towards the <laughs> The, the female, and then like <laughs> so, kind of tentatively, I guess. And then when she doesn't tell him to buzz she off, um, he... <laughs> yeah. Then then there's um gripping of the jaw onto the shoulder. Um, yeah, it's. I don't know how much I should go into this actually, but um... no, that's that's good. <laughs>
0: I just wondered no, if they did like totally. a strange dance, like lizards and things, but that's cool. Oh. <laughs> that's very cool. Were you able to work that into the book?
1: I did a little bit. Yeah, I, I made it a little bit different just because, just I mean, it's parallel romance and I can, but yeah, right, the, right. the, the, es- the essence of it was, was there, yeah.
0: Very cool. And you said it's going to be a trilogy? It is, yes. So the, nice. the next
1: one will be October, and then the one following that will be spring of
0: 2023. Very cool. Um, you said when you wrote the book, did you – I I haven't asked you yet if you're a pantser or a plotter, but was there a big scene in the book that was
1: a surprise to you? What was your favorite part of writing that book? Hmm, That's a good question. Um you know, it's really interesting. I, I don't know if this answer is actually answering your question. I you might have to ask it again once I've on this little bit of a tangent, but um, <laughs> uh when I first uh when I first got the idea for this book, I was up north, um, in Saskatchewan and um uh there were planes. There's always like little planes and there was forest fires, so there's um water bombers and I was I was thinking about <laughs> what if someone I was sitting on the beach watching the water, and I was like, "What if someone just plopped out of a plane and had no clue uh, where where they were when they when they fell? Well, obviously with a parachute, um, and and were were dropped in northern Saskatchewan, and that was the seed. And I, the first quarter of the book kind of popped into my head after that, uh, up until like I knew it was going to be shifters, I knew it was going to be." Um, a grizzly bear i knew it was going to be someone displaced from their home um and then thank actually it's funny because you just asked about mating rituals. i remember uh seeing like her running being scared but also like not scared and um that scene probably was like the first arc that I saw um and so I was kind of when I was writing really really waiting to get to that scene where you weren't sure if he had control over his bear because he had just protected her from um her assailants and she was like they'd they'd bonded some but she was very nervous as to where his human side was while he was a bear so um so that that scene was really a good push for that first quarter of the book um, for me to write. Did that answer that? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think so. I think it did.
0: Um, so the, this isn't your first um, series of books. We were talking before the show started about the Wickwood Chronicles and that series, you already have, I think you said three books out in it, right? And there will be more. Do you yes. want to tell everybody about that series
1: Yeah so the Liquid Chronicles are, are totally Different than the Shifter books um, They're um, They start in a Town like not a, not a small Town but not a Not Los Angeles <laughs> So <laughs> a city but uh, A small city um, And they start with A skeptic who uh, Teams up with a paranormal Investigator and she wants To out him uh, for being a fraud, and then finds out, hey, he's not a fraud. Uh, <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> and um, it's the the three books are uh, revolve around the people who work at Lillard Investigations. So first, one of the paranormal investigators and the skeptic. The second, uh, so that's Ghost of a Gamble. Uh, Ghost of an Enchantment is a witch who works for. Um, that company, the liberal investigations company, and um, a cop who stumbles along uh, into a very strange world that he has uh, no, no education to deal with and needs a witch's help. And then um, the third one goes to the summoning is the witch's best friend. And she owns an antique store and um, comes into the crosshairs of a demon hunter who thinks she's going to start the end of the world. So um, that's the first three. It kind of has one story arc, and then the next three books in the series, which will start coming out 2023, those will have another uh, story arc, uh, but all set in Wickwood and all having connections to Liller Investigations, the paranormal company. Yeah. Very cool. They're sneaky. They're wh- too. <laughs> and uh, they're typical
0: paranormal romance so a different couple each time
1: yes uh, i do like that format i uh, have yet to write a book or a series that has the same couple over again i i like to have my happy ending after the first book (laughs) i'm right that way so that's kind of why i write the write that way as well um and I, But I do love when they're connected, so you have a little bit of character crossover between all three books in the wicklow Wick Chronicles, and you will also see that in my uh, Golden Lock Ridge Shifter series. Very nice. And I I
0: wanted to ask you why... Um, why paranormal? I know for me, I, I'd love to have the added, you know, magic and the super high stakes that the world could end, you know, all that kind of thing. What, what is your favorite part of writing paranormal?
1: Um, I think the imaginative, uh, quality i mean you can, it's not like you can't be imaginative with like contemporary warm-ups, of course right. but um i like taking it that extra step and pushing the boundaries and i find um so far what i really like to write is the the world that we exist in and then just that little bit of a push into the unknown so it's a very familiar world it's not it's not somewhere that um walks around with like elves and fairies and right. things, which are great because I love reading those kinds of books. But for, for writing, um, I just like, I like the solid foundation of our world and then just push it over a little bit into uh, the unknown, into the paranormal. Right.
0: Yeah. Fine. I like to imagine that maybe these things, you know, I try to make the real parts that are based in our world as real as possible so that it's much easier to suspend your disbelief that, you know, maybe vampires do live in La Jolla, Um, you know, (laughs) that kind of thing (laughs) is is fun fun for me. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly.
0: So I was going to ask you our listeners are always really interested in uh how this writing thing all came together for you. Everybody's writing journey is very different and you know so how did you find your way to getting published?
1: Um yeah for for getting published um I I just wrote to begin with as a, as a hobby. I wasn't really considering uh, publishing. I just kind of had this story circulating in my head, and um, I would write notebooks before bed instead of reading, and it was a horrible, horrible story, but it started <laughs> me in the habit of uh, writing every day, um, and then um, my good friend was like, you should do NaNoWriMo, and I said, okay, and so that was the first time I'd actually um, sat down and wrote uh, with the purpose of finishing something.
0: Um, right which
1: i did which i did i um and then um i still kind of just wrote as a hobby for a couple of years but would do nano sometimes and then finally i was like i should do something with this <laughs> i i have this itch and it's not going away and um let's see about making this a career because I, I do love it. And I've always loved writing. I just, I thought there was some sort of special club you had to, had to belong to to be an author. And then I realized, no, that's <laughs> not true. You can do that. So I, um, um, about uh, maybe 10 years ago, I decided to learn everything I could about publishing. I started researching agents. I wrote, Wrote every every time I could, and um, it wasn't until well, I, I joined groups, I joined writing groups, I so critiqued, I passed with beta readers back and forth, got stronger, and then I went to the RWA conference in New York a couple of years back. I don't even know how many years back, three years back, I don't know somewhere. Right. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> And I uh, walked up to a person I thought was another author just to uh, introduce myself because I was a newbie and I was energetic, and it turned out to be an editor. And yeah. <laughs> I ended up pitching with her right, right there. Uh, she was asking me about my stuff, and then she said, oh, you're writing a ghost story. And I said, yes, I am writing a ghost story. I do have a ghost story, and uh, she has to see it. And she is my editor. So it was kind of a oh my god. of stat. yeah yeah Uh, but i know kismet is that what you call it i know fate whatever but um she's been my editor for the past few years and we work really well together um and she's the editor on both of these series so um i'm really happy to be with her at city owl and mystic owl so yeah it's great yeah so that was really some
0: serendipity because usually people (laughs) you know try over and over and over you know searching and getting rejections and things and you were in the right place the right time with the right person
1: yeah I mean it wasn't that easy I had for the previous two re- two years had been querying other projects um it would just happen to be the right project and the right person at the right exact right time so luck um but yeah. before that I had gotten so many rejections like any person who <laughs>
0: Right. Right.
1: Um, But uh, encouraging, encouraging uh, words from some of the agents um, and and offers to get the get me to resubmit to them something new or whatever. So it it was nice. But also, you know, there is that soul crushing element. It wasn't just easy peasy uh, first time out. But um, right. It is still a funny story. (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's great. And I was going to ask you if there are any other genres that you're, you know, dreaming about writing, or do you have a book in a box, or is it always always paranormal for you?
1: Excuse me, well, I choke choke on my water here. Oh no, oh no. Pardon. Pardon me. Um, so the next three books are going to have more of a fantasy element to them so yeah that will be diff- a different aspect for me <laughs> but um Sorry. yeah looking forward to it i apologize profusely <laughs> <some> poor thing
0: <laughs> there's nothing worse but, yeah, than when it uh, goes down the wrong tube
1: <laughs> no no <laughs> when you're on live radio yes um <laughs> the romance my texting oh, okay. books in the wickwood in the Wickwood Chronicles we'll have a bit more fantasy. I'm wetting my toes, as it were. Oh, nice. Are they gonna be like
0: high fantasy type things or
1: Um in a, in a way, yeah. Um so with the Wickwood Chronicles in the last book, I don't wanna do too many spoilers if people want to start at the beginning, but um there is a rift between us and another world. <clears throat> and um it gets worse so um and it's actually more than one world and there's kind of like a collision and, and i yeah i don't want to give away too much but um okay. so one of these worlds one of these worlds is like hey what the heck are these earth people doing uh we need to <laughs> send someone to investigate <laughs> and that world is totally fake it's a fake world so oh wow. um, we're going to get a lot of different uh unusual things on on our planet
0: (laughs) nice that sounds great so when um well i guess i want to ask you who inspires you when you when you are you know between books or you're stuck or whatever who do you like to read who you know really fires you up you're like oh my gosh i got to go back to the keyboard we always like to add to our to be read list but do you have
1: anybody who really fires you up um i i, write, I read across all genres um i find it's really um enriching to to broaden my reading so i love historical romance um, one of my favorites would be uh, Lisa Kleypas. Cressy Cole would be a great yes. paranormal one that I love. Um, I also uh, love contemporary, like Colleen Hoover. Oh, also, one of my fantasy, um, one of my favorite fantasy ones is uh, uh, Jensen. Oh my God, what's her first name? Bridge Kingdom. Jensen is last name and I can't, why, why am I not? Danielle, Danielle Jensen. I love her.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> I'm looking <laughs> um, she's great. Um, yeah, I like, I like read every, I read everything. Like I, I'll read, uh, high fantasy, like guy, Ca- Gabrielle K. I love him. Uh, Patrick Rothfuss. I love him. Um, uh, NK Jemisin. Love her. Like, uh, I just read everything and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's there's so many, how can I choose I know, I know, yeah,
0: but but that's a, that's a great list, also, I'd throw out there if you like, if you like funnier paranormal, um I'd throw out Angie Fox, she's fantastic, and um I read her uh she has like a mash series where. Um, instead of, you know, war people, it's all the doctors who fix the paranormal creatures, you know, so a vampire with oh, a broken cool. tooth and and a werewolf who gets his tail severed and needs it sewn back on and stuff like that. Anyway, she's very funny oh, yeah, that's and a great idea. And lots of lots of romance and things. But yeah, it's the special doctors that the paranormals have to go to in the human world to get fixed up. <laughs> what a, that's and I an thought awesome, that was really awesome clever. Premise.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right, right,
0: yeah, because yeah. I've never even thought about it, but that's true. Where would they go? <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, it's I, I highly recommend it. I think it's called, I can't remember if it's called the Monster Mash, but something like that. But it's like a mash unit that, where they set up and they fix paranormals. <laughs> but it's really fun. I'm always very inspired because she's very creative. Um, I could check you it out. Have, do you have any favorite paranormal shows that you lo- like- to binge
1: t v um yeah, i've just <laughs> um I've just done uh the first season of the Legion, i guess does that count yeah' it's, i mean yeah, it should count um which yeah. like, spooky and um um awesome, and is um, it like the movie Legion? <laughs> no, it's like um. It's like a um X-Men prequel. Oh.
0: Um,
1: I haven't seen that one
0: yet.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely got a spooky element to it. It's really cool though. Um and then um oh, Supernatural. I mean, that's an old school show I, I love that. Right. Um, <laughs> um and you know, like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like all all those ones they've they've always been great. Um uh, the Witcher does that count? Like that's more fantasy. Yes, Witcher. Witcher totally <laughs> love, counts. Yeah. Oh my goodness, love Witcher. <laughs> so love um, that too. I, you... I mix fa- Sorry, I was going to say I mix my fantasy and my sci-fi. Like I, I love both. So.
0: <laughs> right, right. I think those all count as paranormal. Anything that's not like real. But have yeah. you watched? Um, I think it's a Hulu show, Fort Salem. It's really good.
1: No, like no, it, I haven't.
0: Yeah, oh, you should watch that. It's like where the witches who were in Salem made, in a, it's alternate history, so it's like the women in Salem who were witches really were witches and made a deal with the fledgling, you know, revolution to help the the US win their freedom from England and anyway so now they're a big oh, cool. it, girl girls who are still born as witches go report for you know, it's like a draft and they all go to Fort Salem and anyway it's really fantastic but I'm waiting for the next season of that. But it's called Fort yeah. Salem. That one's really good. And uh, and if you yeah, and if you like um, time travel and superhero mm-hmm. skills and things, Umbrella Academy on Netflix oh, is I amazing. I that one. Yes.
1: yes yeah, love that one. Love really that one.
0: Too. Yeah. 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 Oh, fun. All those things always get me <laughs> pumped up to get back to the computer because I'm like, oh, my God, that's so creative.
1: <laughs> yes. I, I find TV does actually uh, spur a lot of juices um even like my kids like my kids like to watch stuff like Kipo and um Dragon Prince and that sort of thing and they it can it can definitely spur the juices for the writing like oh that that'd be a great idea. <laughs> right. Uh, right. It's in like a, an element. I'm not saying like exactly like it, but an element of right. something that you see. Yeah. And then that's the same with reading too. I actually just had an idea mm-hmm. for a new series. The other day I was reading and I'm like, hmm. Yeah. I write that one down. My phone is full right. of little notes of things I could write in the future. It's uh it's a it's a lot
0: there's a lot of notes. It's funny when <laughs> when I talk to non-writers, they're always going, you know, what what do you have to do to get more ideas and what if you run out? And I always think, "Oh, the ideas never run out. I just need
1: to write yeah. the books faster." <laughs> yes. Yeah. I yes. I agree. <laughs> my, my, I, I, I sometimes go into my old notes and I'm like, did I, I don't even know where this idea came from, but it's fantastic. Uh, right. like, I don't even remember half the things I write. So yeah, no, they yeah, do don't not stop me. the ideas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there needs to, yeah, there needs, I need to clone myself and then I can write right. uh, four things at once. That's about where I'm at right now.
0: Yeah, there we go. Well, we're quickly running out of time, but can you tell everybody how they can get in touch with you if they read your books and they're excited? Are you on social media or how how do they get in touch?
1: I I am. I'm um my website is jemcdonald.net um, and I also have a Twitter, Facebook, uh TikTok, <laughs> Instagram account. All of those are under J E M. McDonald J E McDonald S K S K is for Saskatchewan. Woo! Um, And uh, yeah, I think that's across the board. I think that's what I use J E McDonald S K, Um, and uh, face. Yeah, so anywhere. Perfect. (laughs) Basically. Yay! (laughs)
0: well thanks so much for being with us today it was great having you on and good luck with captive wilderness everybody go and pre-order and Wickwood Chronicles are out now so you can find them Wickwood Chronicles is wide right they can find it on all the retailers
1: okay well
0: everybody get out there and get reading (laughs) (laughs) thanks so much for being
1: here Jay it was great meeting you thanks for having me it's been a pleasure Thanks
0: for joining us on Book Lives. Be sure to connect with us at www.readersentertainment.com for articles, blogs, videos, and podcasts that matter to readers.